You know, I think that the, one of the major problems that we have is we have this cult of experts, you know, people that just because, yeah, they have a doctorate degree in something that they've spent years researching, yeah. they now want to then use that same degree to come and, like, kind of juxtapose that same knowledge into another thing that they don't know anything about. It's so, flipping. And it, you know what, yeah, it's annoying because, obviously, like you said, um, when when you look at the titles, obviously you give that respect to him, and then you automatically assume mm. that whatever the person is saying is true, mm. just because of the title. I think I, I think when someone is not a medical doctor, yeah, this mm. is what I do now. When someone is not a medical doctor, boy, doctor, I, immediately immediately I hear the name, oh, doctor, this. I just take what they whatever they say with a pinch of salt. Yeah, like immediately. Yeah, you know, because what what normally happens is that they are very smart. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving the, I'm giving that to them, but then yeah. because they are very smart, they actually because they also got, got um, a doctorate degree, they actually sometimes not all of them. By the way, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that everybody that I mean my my dad was a professor, mm-hmm. you know, I probably might end up getting a doctorate degree in the future. Yeah, but I'm not saying that's all of them, but most of them what they do because they are smart and they know they are smart, and they know that there is some sort of respect accorded to someone that that has already got um, gotten their they've um, got a status yeah they, a there's status. a status this thing status you know it's like a, like a, it's like a status sign yeah. you know? I don't want to call it symbol yeah. you know because it's not like a, yeah it's actually a status symbol yeah. sort of so they have that so they would like to try to convince you you know that, like who are you you don't have a doctorate degree mm-hmm. therefore I'm right but then yeah. the the point is have you done any research yeah, that's, that's in a particular field. That's why I, f- I feel. Have like you spent time? I the same like time I that you spent in the, getting your doctorate degree, have you spent it in that field? That's why I feel like I've wasted my time, like reading the book, because I, you know, initially it started off well, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, I like this book. It's quite interesting. It's very straightforward. What book are you talking about, by the way, for our um, listeners? Oh, so it's called Bubble or Revolution. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't ask me about the artist. I never remember the name of the artist. So and so initially, I was like, okay, yeah, it's a good start. You know, obviously, they give you the two perspective of, um, you know, what other people's be- what other people believe about bitcoins. You know, like anti bitcoins, mm-hmm. you know, anti cryptos, and then um, what others also believe in bitcoins. The people, you know, Bitcoin maximalist. Mm-hmm. You know what they say about bitcoins. So I thought, yeah, okay, I like the two perspective because mm-hmm. obviously that's the world we live in now. Mm-hmm. You know, at the moment you have the critiques. And you have the people that are believers, yeah. the believers that um, Bitcoin will actually change the world, change the way we transact financially. Yeah, like me. You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. But I then, mean, Bitcoin has already changed the way we transact. It, it has. It's not, it's not, it's not even it's about not changing. It's, it's, it's changed. Going to, it's already changed it and it will continue changing it, will continue morphing. Exactly. Like, tell me about something that you can't, Bitcoin can't actually fix. Tell me something that is happening that Bitcoin won't actually fix. So I think one of the key points that they tried to raise was um, the fact that, you know, the whole Satoshi's idea or vision, mm. well, apart from transacting financially, was also to kind of like have a world whereby it's run by blockchain in a sense of even within governance, mm. you know. And um, the problem is it's technology. The technology, people are building on the technology, but people... People are not solving, apart from financial, like the finances that we do, the peer-to-peer transactions that we do over the Bitcoin network, people are not um, building things that would help govern, you know, our way of living. Again, excluding the financial. That was, that was according to the book. Mm. Do you know what I'm So people's issues are still there, you know. But I'm like, no, because you're, it's, 
for me who is an African, a Ghanaian man, you know, I, can, I already see what's happening, you know, how uh, my people are using Bitcoins and how it's changing their life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So when you say, oh, it's not solving people's problem, I'm like, no. What is the major people's problem that people have? It's money. Mm-hmm. It's being financially inclusive. That's mm-hmm. the, ma- the biggest problem people Financial are having. Financial inclusivity, yeah. yeah. You know, so if people in, like I, I keep on preaching about Ghana, you know, people in Ghana are able to be financially included and um, he, like transact businesses, you know, between someone in America, you know, and someone in Ghana, then their problem is being solved because now they're not being hindered by borders, mm. you know. So I was like, oh, it pissed me off. Mm. The last chapter pissed me off because it made me feel like, oh, okay, maybe um, if I'd read a different book, by a maximalist, because I want to hear from a maximalist perspective, mm. you know, even though, like I said, I do appreciate both of the sides, but then if you later on tell me that, okay, actually the people that believe that Bitcoin, um, you know, will not go far, mm. if you tell me that at the end of your book, that this is your summary, mm. then I feel like you were anti-Bitcoin from the start, from yeah. the get-go. Yeah. You can kind of say Yeah, so you had an agenda, even the criticisms that you that they probably extrapolated yes. was from some sort of agenda exactly. against Bitcoin. Exactly. You know, so that kind of like it's like a waste of time. You I mean, I, I have to I have to I have to actually rephrase what I say. There are problems that Bitcoins Bitcoins haven't solved. Yeah. You know, but when you look at what what are what are some of the problems you reckon that they haven't solved? I think I think if you look at market manipulation by mm. central parties, Bitcoin hasn't been able to solve that. You understand? Yes, you can manipulate the price of Bitcoins. Mm. You understand? You 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 can actually in a way by manipulating other external factors, other other exogenous factors. Yeah. You know, but then um, Bitcoin itself can't be manipulated. I mean, someone that doesn't understand what I'm saying, you will look at it as okay, but the price of Bitcoin is is this and then some, something happened and it went down to this but I'm not looking at it that way I'm looking at it as one Bitcoin is one Bitcoin mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. um, one Bitcoin is one Bitcoin and if someone is if, if I'm if I'm on the on a Bitcoin standard for example and I'm about to buy something from someone that sells something and they are selling it for half Bitcoin mm-hmm. that price has never changed because I'm on Bitcoin standard Mm-hmm. You understand? Now, wherever they decided that this is the reason, this is the this is the point from the point where we extrapolated. I keep using I think I've used the word extrapolated twice now. Where they got that <laughs> value for for their pricing from? Yeah, it's 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 actually not within the scope of what I'm trying to talk about. You mm-hmm. understand? But then I think that as of now, Bitcoin hasn't been able to. Um, to, that's, that's one thing I know because obviously that's my field. Like I look at markets. Mm-hmm. So I've not been able, to, Bitcoin, I don't think Bitcoin has been able to solve the issue of central parties or people that are already, like some, something like Citadel, for example, mm-hmm. you know, finding a way to manipulate the markets. You know, mm-hmm. I, Bitcoin has given rise to a lot of options of mm-hmm. what people can do, but um, just with everything that has advantages and disadvantages, some, one of the disadvantages that, yeah, now you know, because it's open, mm-hmm. now you know what this other party is doing, and if yeah. you want to mess them up because you don't like their business. In fact, there are rumors flying around today that, talking about the fact that I mentioned Citadel, mm-hmm. there are rumors flying around today that the, um, um, the so someone in the government mm-hmm actually contracted contracted Citadel mm-hmm. to um, fight, do what they did, do, do the manipulation that they did on UST. 
Mm-hmm. By the way, if, you know, for context, what's happening now is that USD is a stable coin for people that, that probably don't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. USD is a stable coin that um, is supposed to be algo, algo, algo pegged, mm-hmm. you know, and then it was supposed to be obviously one dollar, you know, stable coin USD. But then what's happening now is it has depegged. Now rumors are flying, or rumors allegedly that Citadel can Griffin's. So, Okay, this is an um, attack on Bitcoin. Is, a, is an attack on Bitcoin. Is, yeah. a, is, is an attack on stable coins, basically, yes. because then the government can come and say, oh, stable coins are not stable, actually. Mm-hmm. We need to regulate the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then the masses, oblivious of what has happened in the background, will be like, oh, my days, the government is saving us. Mm-hmm. you know. And then they will regulate it, and then there they are making inroads into the crypto market, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be... The last, the last bit of decentralized, mm-hmm. you know, non-controlled mm-hmm. thingy that we have. Yeah. You understand? Now, yeah. what they will do is maybe before you even can create any stable coin, you have to get regulated. You have to get like stamped by the government, by people that so, like... So, so then we are back to square one. We are back to square one. Yeah. Now, that could be... The, the, the one thing I know about Bitcoins, which I've, I'm really proud of, you know, which is sometimes sometimes when I when I lie on my bed trying to sleep, mm-hmm. I kind of start thinking, are you? Are we sure, you know, Satoshi is actually a human being? Because it's like everything that happens, he's already thought about. It's like everything that happens, Bitcoin, for, Bitcoin foresees it, goes over it. Yeah, you understand. Yeah, everything that happens, Bitcoin foresees it, goes over it. For as for for example, um, you know, I, I think the word for what I'm about to say is, you know, you call it anti-fragile. Yeah. You know, from Nassim Taleb's um, book Anti-Fragile, which I would recommend you to read. And yeah. if you are listening to us, buy that book, read it. Nassim Taleb used to be um, pro Bitcoin. He's kind of no longer pro Bitcoin, but that book is still very much relevant. Mm. Nassim Taleb's anti-fragile. But I think Bitcoin is anti-fragile to a lot of things because what would happen is if 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 the government, if the U.S. government start controlling um, the um, um, you know the stable coin market mm-hmm. in a way, Bitcoin will kind of exercise itself from that for, for the first time. Yeah, it will affect the price. Yeah, it will affect the price drastically. We will probably see like maybe ten thousand or twenty thousand per Bitcoin. Yeah, U.S. dollars. Yeah. but after that. What would happen is Bitcoin is no longer going to be tied. But you know where where to, some of to the that. Fears but then the problem be. will be maybe there won't be a liquid enough liquidity to trade Bitcoins. But That's then but then we'll go back to where we actually wanted to be. The Eldorado that we wanted to have, which is where someone is not being controlled and yeah. you own what you own. I suppose obviously because um bit well, the crypto at the moment is correlated to the, the market. It's correlated to the, to the equity to market the, right yes. now. So that would be, be the first time that it will kind of like detach itself from, yeah. But then sometimes my worries are days as well. So, you know, when we lose, um, I think recently we looked and um, Bitcoin, um, I think had, there was a burn of 300 billion. Is it 300 billion that I looked at or was it 300 million of Bitcoin, worth of Bitcoin that was burnt? Well, it's not bonds. I think you're talking about um, because lost because of the lost depreciation of the in value. Lost because value. Mm. Yeah, so... In dollar, in fiat value, by the way. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, you know, and, and that alone gets people thinking mm. immediately. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm. Because, you know, we always talk about food. Mm. You know. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Exactly. You know, and I feel like once we, we enter into um, maybe Bitcoin, one Bitcoin becoming 20,000, there's going to be a lot of doubt in the market. Mm. There'll be a lot of doubt. <laughs> but however, I also believe that 
this will also like again because obviously there will be um, a complete a complete detachment from um, the traditional um, stock market yeah, or equity finance. market. Yeah, you know. Um, so this would be this could be a time, good thing. It would be like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Exactly on its know, own. On its own for doing exactly what it's supposed to be and then, doing. And then that's when we're gonna see what will happen. Also, a lot of people have. But, but I, need, I need to say something to what you just Go said ahead. about um, you know people will start thinking. I think the only people that will start thinking is people that don't understand history. Yeah. You know, we made an episode here where we talk about the importance of history. Yeah. You know, the importance of history in this context, in history in this context becomes so, so, so of great consequence. Because if you look at Bitcoins, historically, mm-hmm. how it has been performing, what we have is that we have the, obviously, it always follows the pump and um, the, the um, pump and bust of the mm-hmm. of the market, obviously with the liquidity like flowing in bubbles, bubble yeah. and bust of the market, yeah. like with, with liquidity flowing in and all of that. Mm. But then, if Bitcoin goes to twenty thousand, mm-hmm. that's actually amazing. It's actually doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Okay. Because remember twenty seventeen. Yeah. It went up to twenty thousand, mm-hmm. and then from there, at the next year, it went down to like three thousand. Yeah. And then a lot of Malfeasant actors, a lot of people that do not understand basic market catalytics, mm-hmm. left the market, you understand, mm-hmm. left bitcoins, abandoned so the whole do, thing. Do you feel like it will be, it will be filtering? Uh, it is filtering. That's basically yeah. what I'm trying to say. Okay. This is like, it's, it's like it's, there's a sieving mechanism that is mm-hmm. happening here. You remove the, you remove, separate boys from men, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Kind of situation. <laughs> Separate, re- remove the noisemakers. Yeah. Remove the 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 uh, the promoters. Hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with promoters, but yeah, you know, some of most of them don't, but, don't but know then, shit. Remove then, them. And the, and by the way, this will be the third cycle that is doing that. Yeah. But then this will be the third cycle. The third time is doing that. You did that before 2017. Did that in 2017. Went back to and and sixty something thousand. But then so if that, he does that now, it, but then the the issue is this. So the, the whole idea is for bitcoins to be adopted by the masses, mm-hmm. right? So by the masses, it, who are the masters? The masses, we are. <laughs> you know. Oh, you said masses. Masses. I, yeah. I heard masters. Sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm like, uh, are, we, are we already that fido, in, in the feudal feudal <laughs> system? <laughs> You know, it's supposed to be adopted by the masses, um, and their their whole expectation is that on year on year year out, you would have more people adopting Bitcoin, mm. so that Bitcoin eventually would replace our normal traditional financial system. Mm. I think I think I think the way to look at it is this: if we have a company where we have like set out goals and the kind of people that we want to employ in our company, mm-hmm. but then we do this kind of massive employment push, mm-hmm. and then we get like five hundred people employing. Um, applying for a, for jobs into our company, yeah. we we'll have a saving mechanism to remove everyone. We still want people mm-hmm. to come into our company. We still want, we to want the right people. We want the right people. Yeah. That's basically what I'm saying. Yeah. So we would actually remove the ones that lied on their CV, obvious lies. Yeah. You know, get the ones that that probably we do like um, we have another maybe um, aptitude test. Mm-hmm. This thing that will remove the ones also that yeah maybe their CVs are right maybe they did not lie maybe mm-hmm. they lied but we couldn't spot the lie mm-hmm. but then we we'll give them aptitude test regarding uh, when on, they fail and, on that and one and they will fail on the aptitude test another layer. exactly so yeah. what would happen is a lot of people are going to sell bitcoins because they fail they are failing the aptitude test of bitcoin mm-hmm. which is do you actually understand what this technology is yeah you know because <laughs> they are going to dump it yeah and be like oh my days oh, oh I'm not doing this anymore yeah. boom they dump it. 
cascading effect happens. So many people dump, 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 dump. You get to like 21,000 or 20,000. Mm-hmm. And then we start from there again. You know? Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, talking about that, I, when, when did I get to Bitcoin? When did I get into Bitcoin? When it was like 11,000. But this is, this is, this so, is exactly so, so, the point. So I like it. That's what I'm trying I, to say. I, I know, but then, but then I'm looking it at it from the other side because, as well. Because, because it should happen because mm-hmm. the right people are adopting it. Bitcoin is still growing. It, it's still doing what it's supposed to do. Yes. It's, those people, the people that, are dump, that will dump it here because of the fact that, oh my days, the price is not good. Yeah, what would happen is when we move again, when it will moon again, maybe to 100,000, yeah. they will come back in and then they will have learned their lessons. They'll be like, it's happened before. They'll be, they be actually saying exactly what I'm saying now. They'll be like, yo, no, no, there's an historical context here. You know, it happened in 2017. Mm-hmm. It happened in, and then mm-hmm. they will stuck in. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it wouldn't happen again. It will uh, keep on happening so fast. So look, because I feel like it, once it's detached from the traditional, it will be very hard for Bitcoin to detach. It will be very hard for, for, for... I want it to happen, by the way. Yeah. I just don't see it happening. The reason why I don't see it happening is because when you pump excess liquidity in the market, there is going to be a day of reckoning. Mm-hmm. You know, and whenever there's excess, excess liquidity, uh, say, <laughs> liquidity yeah. in the market, people yeah. are going to buy a lot of things. Um, obviously, once value is going to get upset, And people are going to start looking into other things to buy. Like, yeah. okay, I have excess money in my bank account. What can I invest in? They call it investment. Mm-hmm. What can I invest in? What can I buy? And then it will happen again. Yeah. Uh, so, but, it, I don't think it will happen. Mm, do, do, I, th- I think only, only if we ha- start having like massive country adoptions. So, that's, that's, that's the thing because, you know, with everything they were saying, if Bitcoin should actually run down to 20,000, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously, you'll be saving people. To me, it's like, I, I understand that aspect of it because obviously our market at the moment is being fluctu- is, is fluctuating because of a lot of people that don't really understand what Bitcoin is all about. Mm-hmm. You know, so any little things that we hear, you know, could either motivate them to buy more or actually demotivate them to start dropping and then obviously you see that in the prices, mm. you know. No, 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 no. Sorry that I caught you. Uh, yeah. you, 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 you. So I want to say something. It's not just about motivating them. It's not just about the fact that they don't do understand. Know, do you know what Sometime. I mean by motivation? Yeah, what do you mean? So ba- ba- basically, there's a lot of there's a lot of people. Let's say, for example, when we if we go on Ethereum mm. and we we want to invest in the project, a lot of people. I the most people that are in there, I would say maybe fifteen or twenty people percent of the people that are in that project in that Discord group mm. probably really understand what the tech is all about or what the project is all about. Mm. The rest of them, I believe that these people don't have a they're, clue. They're, you're not, you're not wrong. They are yellowing. Exactly. That's why I call it yellow. Do you know what I mean? They don't have you're a clue. Your own. They heard, oh, okay, there's a project. Once, there's, there's, it's going to be 200,000 APY and then they're excited and then they're in there because this is an opportunity to make money. They've already done the calculator. They use the calculator and they listen and do it. <laughs> I so put wow. 3,000, I will get... Yeah. 1.5 million exactly. in six months. Exactly. Oh so when, when there's a news that come, right, a news that could maybe, could, could be tackled mm. by the project, right, but because they don't really understand, the, the, you know, the, the nature of the business or the nature of the project, mm. the first news that they hear, because it sounds negative, it's what like do they do? fraud. Fraud. Exactly. I'm going to sell. Oh my days. I'm going to sell. I'm going to sell. I'm, I'm go- and that's, just, that's why I believe that we refund. have in the market. Mm-hmm. You know, we have people, we have a lot of people that have heard about Bitcoin, don't really understand the tech behind it, but they are in mm. Bitcoin, you know. And then as soon as they hear, and there's a lot of people like that, you know, a lot mm. of people would buy Bitcoin because if you ask them, you know, what's Bitcoin? Yeah, they'll tell you, oh, 
it's digital gold, and that's all they know. Mm. Why, why do we want to use Bitcoin? They don't know. But they know that it's something of value. Mm. You know? So when they hear news, they quickly jump out. And there's many pe- there are many people like that. Mm. How many people understand our traditional um, finance system? And mm. then ask yourself, how many people also understand the crypto, the crypto, the crypto, um, uh, crypto system? Mm. That's that, that's the reason why I said that these people are moved by um, fear, fear, you know, fear, uncertainty, fear, and doubt. Yeah, fud or excitement. You know, mm. when they hear something, oh, it's it's going up. Ah, oh, hey, quickly, bye, 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 bye. You know, oh, this um um, they're, they're clamping down on Bitcoin. They they clamp down on Bitcoin in China. Hey, hey, sell, 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 quickly, sell. Because they don't know exactly, and you see it on the mark, you see it on the chart. Mm. You know, a lot of people don't know. You're right. You're right. I think we are agreeing on. We are actually saying the same thing, yeah. but you know, a different way. And and it points me back to what we were talking about today. But wait, hold on. I had something to say regarding what you said before. Um, so um, remember, with me, the whole idea is I want everybody, every country, to adopt Bitcoin. I do want that. So my fears are some of these countries, right? If if um, if it comes down to 20,000, it's almost like the government will be saying, aha, we told you so. Do you get what I'm trying to say? You mean the and government would... or the IMF? Any. <laughs> <laughs> because the <laughs> governments are normally the ones. I mean, if the country adopts it, it's the government that would adopt it, like no, then, Central uh, African um, okay, Republic. Okay, let's say, for example, um, the American government will come oh, and okay. say, IMF. Yeah. IMF then. You know, they'll <laughs> come and say, and you know, um, we told you so. You know, mm. And that would greatly discourage a lot of these um, um, developing but countries. But that's fine. That, 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 that's absolutely fine. Let me tell you a, a, a typical example of this. Mm-hmm. A typical example of this is someone that is on an entrepreneurial process. They have an idea. They believe the idea is great. It's going to revolutionize the world. Mm-hmm. And they want to do the idea. And they have like, they're in a group of three friends. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like, they are like, four, okay, three friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One has the idea. Um, told the other person about the idea. Mm-hmm. The other person, all of them work, or actually they have their numerous jobs, mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. and and the other person says, um, one of them says, you know, I'm not gonna leave my job, mm-hmm. you know, to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually keep doing my job. I might do this a little bit On because I'm excitement. I'm excited about it, and mm-hmm. it seems like it seems like it has prospects yeah, of being of well, out. you know, fear of missing out. Yeah. Just like you said, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, and also YOLO, mm-hmm. you only live once, you yeah. know, why not? Yeah. So they go, they, they get into, they get into that, but then they are not really there. They also do their nine to five. One foot in, one foot out. One foot in, one foot out. And yeah. then you have the other one that, the one person, the, the one that, that, that the idea was his brainchild. Mm-hmm. He came up with the idea. He believes so much in it. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other one in, in within the friends group that was like, okay, I believe in you and also believe in this idea. So mm-hmm. I'm also going in with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the idea that a country or IMF would probably be like, I told you so, is a typical example of what would happen if in the first year that business did not make money. Mm-hmm. The person that is in the job would be like, mm, I'm mm-hmm. wise. Yeah. I'm wise. Mm-hmm. You know, I told you guys, you understand? Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm out. Or maybe you wouldn't even say I'm out. You mm-hmm. will still be there. And you guys are going to be like, I don't know. We don't actually like your energy. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe sell off. They'll be like, you'll be like, yeah, fine. You know, I told you, you know, how can you be taking such a risky proposition? Mm-hmm. How can you be doing something like that? Mm-hmm. And then guess what? Five years later, one, the, the one that left the, the, the entrepreneurial journey, mm-hmm. yeah, with them, is still making maybe, he's not making, he has been promoted. He's not making 200,000 mm-hmm. a year. 
the people that actually started the company, the company has actually started making money, they have equity, they own it. Mm-hmm. And then the company is now worth, say, a billion, mm-hmm. you know. And out of that billion, they, they, they still own about 100, no, no, not 100%. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always happen like yeah. that. But let's say 10% percent. of it. Yeah. You understand? And then they, if, they're also doing the work that they are doing in the company and they still get paid salary. They are mm-hmm. salaried. Mm-hmm. So they're getting paid 200,000. Mm-hmm. So who is better off? Obviously, the one, the one that is getting... Exactly. Yeah. So, so I think that's the same thing that will happen, you know, with Bitcoin. Because it is bound to happen. Mm. I mean, right now, like literally last, last weekend, I saw um, uh, 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 an email, not an email, maybe a letter yeah. from the IMF to the Central African Republic. Yes. They're telling them, you can't do this. Bitcoin does not make sense. Why are you adopting Bitcoin? Blah, oh, blah, really? blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The same, the same type of letter that they sent to um, El Salvador. Mm-hmm. You understand? Right now, it doesn't make sense that El Salvador is adopting Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. In fact, yesterday, their president said that they bought another 500 Bitcoin. Like, right. he, he's like, yeah, we are buying the dip. He yeah. bought 500 more. And he's happy because for the first time, he's buying it at the cheapest rate. Bitcoin went to 30,000, mm-hmm. you know. So, we are going to see what's going to happen. So, everybody's not going to adopt it. People always have their agenda. People have their ways of thinking. People are, you know, conditioned in a way to be comfortable, you know, to just don't want change. People are, people are, people are so conservative. I'm not saying that conservative is a bad thing, but more of I'm using it in a, in a way of not, not open to change, mm-hmm. you know. People, are, some people actually change, love... Change is something challenging of, for people. Exactly. It? Majority of people love the status quo. Mm-hmm. You know, you're telling someone, if you really believe in this, do it. Get all in. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still like, <laughs> eh. you yeah. know. Yeah. It, it, so, 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 so I think that's the same thing that we're going to see with, with countries that are going to adopt it. Some countries are going to laugh at other, other countries and say, eh, yeah. we don't but know. You see, in all of this, yeah, this. In, in all of this, I'm like, please, Africa. Like, I, I like, obviously, Central Republic um, um, of Africa. Central African Central Republic. African Republic. <laughs> Central Republic of, of Africa. Africa. <laughs> <laughs> the, f- the French came in real quickly. Um, you know, I like what they're doing, but I, I, I wish that, you know, more African countries were adopted because obviously it's like, to me, I see Bitcoins as gold reserve. Obviously, we, like, like we mentioned the other time, gold, we don't know the limits of gold. Mm. You know, we don't know how many golds we have because right now as as it stands there are people even mining gold on meteors mm. you know um but I, I would want africa to really really be part of this movement mm. you know taking as much gold as they possibly can digital gold as they would mm. put it you know so that will not be it will not be that okay um we have to buy it very expensive yeah i think i think yeah you are right i think i think what what needs to happen is people need to actually research Bitcoin and understand it. It's yeah. lack of understanding and the unwillingness to actually do their research. Mm. I've not spent 10 hours on Bitcoin. I've not spent 10,000 hours, rather, mm-hmm. on Bitcoin. I have spent, give or take, maybe 300 hours, you know, mm-hmm. from, the, from 2017 mm-hmm. till today. I would say I've spent at least 300 hours, at mm-hmm. least, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, no, now there are gonna be so many things that I don't even know. Like yeah. I'm not assuming Absolutely. that I know everything. Yeah. But with the context of other things that I'm doing and how many hours I spend doing other things, three hundred hours is a lot for me. Mm-hmm. You know, to actually pay attention yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or something. So when it comes to like a country that would probably invest, let's say, 
five half a billion or a billion or two billion US dollars into something like this, mm-hmm. why can't they create a committee that can spend ten thousand hours on this? Mm-hmm. Like you're about to invest, you, you you are looking at okay, how can you? How can it's like again, it's a status quo, quo issue. Yeah, like some of these countries don't. Yeah, they want they want they want progress, they want development, but then also they have bad leaders. They don't think they, they are not in line. They are thinking it's not in line with the people, mm. you know. And I'm I'm thinking about Nigeria here. And then I'm thinking about some French-speaking countries mm-hmm. where their leaders are like despots that are being imposed on them by the French, mm-hmm. by France. And some of them, most of them, they grew up in France, you know, grew up in luxury. You know, they don't understand. I'm not saying most, I'm not saying all of them, but some, mm-hmm. you know. So so you need, you need someone that really would, before they sleep, they'll be like, okay, we are building all of these things. We are making all of these infrastructure developments, mm-hmm. but we are not making a lot of progress. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we don't control our money. Mm-hmm. How can we control our money? Mm-hmm. You know, Th- what can only, we do to that, control our money? That, those are the questions that they need to start that asking. That would only come if they decide not to be a puppet. Yeah. That's the only way it would come. Because right now, obviously, come on, how long has France had their hands in um, Cameroon's pocket? Mm. You know, stealing from them, stealing from them. How long? How long has this been? It's been more than more, more than hundred years, I would say. Now, mm. do you know I'm what not I mean? sure, but yeah, about that. About that, uh, do, do you know yeah. what I say? So, <laughs> how long? If every single day my hand is in your pocket, you first maybe you had like ten thousand pounds, right? And then next day you wake up, you've got nine thousand pounds, and then eight thousand pounds, and, then and I didn't spend pounds. it. What, what are you? Are you not going to wake up and say, guy, wait, what's, hold what's on, what's going, what's on, going on? Does it take you 100 years? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Unless yeah. you are part of it. Mm. Unless you are willingly agreeing to it. And unless you are also being incentivized to also, maybe you're receiving part of the money. Mm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm. So maybe it's like, okay, okay, cool. Yes, you know. That's why I, that's, that's, that's I said that some of their leaders, they, you know, they are cocooning. No, some. They are, <laughs> they are all of it. All of them. All of them. Because... Come on, right now, and sometimes you know I I don't like I don't like when things get political, obviously because you know this is not about politics. But you know sometimes you can't talk about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency without you know bringing in politics. Especially mm. as it pertains to Africa. Yeah, you know. But when I when I look at things like, for example, um, the 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 president of Gabon, mm. you know, and he goes to France, and when he goes to France, the, the pictures he takes with, you know, the French president and everything, mm. and it, I'm like. It's self-preservation. It's not self-preservation, man. This is, you know, house N-word. That's mm. what I would say. <laughs> Do you come to the say? It's like, yeah. come on. You know. Um, By the way, when I say self-preservation, not in a good way, you know. Yeah. Self-preservation to me is not a good thing. Like, like yeah, you should have like um, a personal interest on things. But there are some things that, especially if there's a position that you have, you will be in, you can't be doing self-preservation anymore. No, no, it becomes no. it becomes about the people that you are leading. Yeah, you understand? It becomes about your, it, your it's, country. It's like, have we not got any desire of saying, okay, I'm going to leave a legacy where a good legacy, mm. you know, a good legacy where they'll say, yeah, this guy, this guy gave his all mm. to a point where he gave his life. I'm looking for a president that will, that is willing to give his life. Mama mm. Gaddafi, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's the kind of people I'm looking at. I'm looking at Kwame Nkrumah, like all these old ones that have passed on. You know, presidents that are willing to say, you know what, this is my country, this is my people. There was a president, I can't remember his name, 
Um, but this president, he would he doesn't even when he's walking around, he doesn't even walk around with his um, with his um, soldiers, securities. securities and whatnot. He walks, he goes into the town. He, you know, because he says, "How can I? How can I know what my people?" are facing unless I'm with my people. Because mm. even all these presidentials, they themselves are also kind of like um, segregated from, mm. you know, abstract poverty. Mm. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So how do you understand poverty when you're not in poverty? Mm. How do you understand what the next man is feeling when you can't, wear, when you can't walk in his shoes? Mm. You know, the only way you can do it is by actually being there, seeing how your people are suffering, seeing people that wants to, go, wants to have access to um, hospital, but they don't have access to hospitals. You know, but you, when you're ready, when, when you're ill, you fly. You fly to London. First class. <laughs> first class. No, no, what do you mean? Presidential jets. Presidential jets. What do you mean by first class? Who flies you know, first class? Presidential so th- jets. Th- these are some of the things that pisses me off, you know. So presidential jet that cost uh, millions of dollars to maintain every year. This is the reason but why. It was only, I think it was only like three years ago that even the UK government, the Prime Minister, yeah, for the first time that they have a jet, an official Can you jet. Imagine? <laughs> Do you know how long we've had jet for from Ghana? I'm telling you, Nigeria, I talk about Nigeria. You know, like they, they, we presidential, they have to maintain it. Cost millions to maintain. And they will have to make changes to it, improve it, or buy a new one, and all of that. Oh my you know, I'm not saying that these people in the UK that they are all angels and stuff, but no, there but are then, some things. There are some sort where of, the priority is exactly. There's some sort of patriotism. Yeah, you know, and which is which is something that we are missing because, mm-hmm. and these are some of the, these are some of the reasons why you know I believe in bitcoins because sometimes I feel like okay with bitcoins. You know, this will establish more private companies, and mm. I feel like sometimes you know when pri- private companies are the ones that kind of like build, like when you look at capitalism, it's private private businesses that actually build private the, enterprises, yeah. enterprises that build the, the, the country, mm. you know. And bitcoins allows that for people like in Ghana that don't have to say, okay, you know what, um, I'm going to rely on the banks to give me a loan to mm. do a business. Like you know, I, I keep coming back to that. Mm. You know, it allows them to say, okay, I, I can be independent. Mm. You know, really, really independent because. Imagine Nigeria right now. When when is Nigeria gonna uh, Nigerian leaders gonna wake up and say, okay, you know what? We actually have great resources. We have, you know, we can actually be sovereign. You know, really, the, you, know, you, know the, sovereign. you know the funny thing. Just like the US, there's no state in Nigeria that does not have an a, an important natural resource. Yeah. Not even one state. Yeah. Every single state in Nigeria is rich. Yeah. In when I say important, I use the word important specifically yeah. because those are resources that is needed globally. Yeah. For a lot of things, there is no not one state that does not have in abundance and important. And look at the country; yeah, it's in fucking shambles. Yeah. So, so why why can't we create something? Why can't you know Bitcoin is is able to create private entities mm. who can say to so equip private entities to do what they are carry out their businesses. Yeah. You know? And and stop relying on um, the on, on the government to build the roads. You know, obviously some roads obviously are federal, so some some of them have to be built. I, I've told you the story, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So for the, in, for context, you know, my family wanted to renovate a particular road mm-hmm. that goes into, and they wouldn't allow us to do that. And I bet up to now, it's not, it's not, it's not. It's they've not. done it oh. now. They've they're done lucky it now. because the swear words that would have followed. Yeah, they've done it now, but but yeah. th- but that, sh- that that shouldn't be the case. Yeah, you know, we should be able to because what we what 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 we did, what we spoke to like other. You know, we are lucky I'm, I'm not from a poor family, mm-hmm. you know. So we spoke to other people that are like us, you know, well to, I don't want to use the word well to do, but yeah. we have, we had enough, yeah. you know, to be able to expend a little into renovating our road. Yeah. We, we came, we came together, put our resources together, have enough money mm-hmm. and then we want to build and they're like, no, 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 you have to get permission from the government. 
and then we want to we wanted to seek permission on the state level, and they told us that no, it's a it's a federal road, yeah. you can't touch it. So for, I mean, it's only the last time I went back to Nigeria that I found out that they've renovated the road. Yeah. For like the next ten years, the road was in the, you know in 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 this re, in this repair. Mm. It, it it was it was not a good road, you know, and and we have all these beautiful houses. Yeah. There. With Just bad roads. With bad roads. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 it, it it shouldn't even be that hard. What what it should have been like is okay. You're not taking toll because you're not planning. We're not planning to take toll from people that are using the road. Mm-hmm. So far, you're not taking toll. It should be an email that we should send to the federal government. Mm-hmm. Say so this is what we. This, this is what, what you're planning to do. Yeah. And somebody will look at it and say, okay, you're not taking toll. Okay, um, you're not trying to capitalize on the people on the road users. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Build. Yeah. Stamp on it. And, and, and then. If they did that, do you know how quickly the roads of Nigeria will be built? Everything will start developing. That's what I'm saying. Everything will, because someone will come in and say, "Okay, I have this um, this number of people in my village that are jobless. I'm going to do this. Yeah. You know, I'm going to provide this kind of job. Yeah. You know, this is going. This is these are the things that are going to be doing. Yeah. Present because it to the government. Remember what we were talking about um, earlier on this morning. We we're talking about gov- government intervention within the free market. Mm. You know, um, and and that it's affecting the free market yeah. because obviously we know that the free market has the ability. To, to correct, correct itself. itself. It's the same thing in, in Africa. I believe that if you remove that, obviously there are some things that I feel like the government should be, mm. but like policing and mm. you know, all these you know, small, small things. But when it comes to certain things, I feel like there should be no intervention. We need to downsize the government. That's basically exactly. what it is. We need to downsize the government. We're not saying remove the government. I'm not going to. I'm not going for this anarchical, anarchical um, yeah. system whereby you don't have any government. Yeah. Know, I'm not an anarchist. Yeah. Yet, but, <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying, we need to actually downsize the government, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that it shouldn't be, shouldn't be that hard to make changes. You know, if I'm going to gain something, okay, what, what sort of? I, I think the only time is there should have that we should have some sort of bureaucratic bottleneck is if I'm going to build something which I'm purportedly building it for the state, but I'm planning to gain from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there should be some bottleneck. Therefore, because then I can sit down and explain to the government why I needed to make money from it, which is mm-hmm. not there's nothing bad. About, about that, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, you are still providing value. Exactly, yeah. it's like it's like Elon Musk, um, Starlink, NASA, yeah. thing. You understand? Yeah. You know, yeah. Elon Musk is building this thing that will go to space. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then he's also helping with NASA projects. Mm-hmm. You know, because he can provide them with with, with some of the um, um, stuff that he's built. Yeah. You know that his company has built, not not him. So. So that's what we need in most of these countries. That's what we need. But it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because there are profiteers, you know, uh, you know, sitting in different, different sectors of the economy that once you do some of these things, it kind of removes money, for, you know, disengage, they will disengage from the source of oh, income. Oh, man, I can't, I can't. See, this, this is a problem that I have sometimes. I'm really, really bad with names. Um, so the president of Congo... What's his name? Let me, let me check him out. Because today they were talking about how he was um, taking money. You know, we have, there, there are some... Kigame. I think Congo should Kigame. be Kigame. Kigame, yeah. I, I think, think it should be Kigame. Yeah. And how he was taking money and, you know, money that was supposed to be for infrastructure. So basically, obviously, they have like mining, they have a big mining uh, mining space mm. where the Chinese are mining. It's not, it's not Kigame, or Democratic Republic of the Congo. What's Unless if it's the other Congo. Is Felix Shisekedi? Hold on. Or is it Joseph Kabila that we? 
Kabila, I think. Yeah, Kabila sounds very, very familiar. And I think that's him. Kabila, Kabila, Kabila left the position in 2019. Yes. So they were talking about him. And um, let me see. Over the last 18 months. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Congo's former family. Yes. So, yeah. So basically, I think it's Kabila. Yes. Joseph Kabila. Family mm. and allies. Okay. Yeah. So the amount of money that it, they were taking from, you know, money that was supposed to benefit the people, mm. you know, obviously because they, they are so rich in all these natural uh, minerals, mm. you know, and they were mine. So the Chinese people were mine. And then where the money would go, guess where? It was going to go in the pockets. The private banks, pockets. The bank, 60, 60% of the bank were, were owned um, by the family. Mm. The wow. Bank. Sixty percent, all the projects, like small, small projects, like you know, um, you know, you know, you know, what pisses me off about this kind of stuff is like they could have owned five percent of the bank and still yeah. make a shitload of money from yeah. it. That's no, that was the kind of thought that pissed me off. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. They could have owned like five percent of this of of whatever is happening. Yeah, which is yes, it's not good, yeah. but I can see maybe if, you know you want to make profit, maybe because your family has had, has had like a long. Um, kind of system where that they built that is profiting yeah. them. Yeah. You know, they could have had that. They will still make money when they get the money. The money comes to the bank, and then they have like other companies that are owned by the family. So they have a construction company. This construction company has done zilch, mm. but yet you see ten million flying in in that account. You know, wow. and I'm like, come on, dude! Like, how much money do you need as a human being to even to say okay? Like, like exactly what you were saying. Even if you take like five percent, you know, five percent is fine. You know, obviously it's still corruption. corruption it's still corruption, corruption, yeah. But you but know, at least but at least you're doing something for your people. Yeah. The ninety-five percent, at least, give your people something. It's it's like total disregard. How can how can Congo like be so rich, the richest part in Africa, yeah. and yet the poorest people? Mm-hmm. You know, yet the poorest people amongst what well, amongst the poorest people in Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's because of things like this. And it, it's kind of, ah, it gets me so angry because it's like, you know, at the end of the day, like I always say, I don't see myself as Ghanaian. I don't see myself as Nigerian. I don't see, I see myself as African. So mm. it's like when one person is affected, automatically mm. I feel affected as well. Yeah. You know, because I will always say, um, which part of you is Nigerian? Mm. You know, we've been migrating for such a long time. Which part True. of me is Ghanaian? Which part of me... What, does that, what does that even mean to be Ghanaian? What does it mean to be Ghanaian? Mm. You know? And then what does it mean to be African? Exactly. <laughs> you know, for all you know, 10% of me is Malian. Mm. Another 5% of me is... Probably um, Nigerian. Nigerian or something. So, so part of Nigeria. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So it's like, okay, I see myself as a, as a, as a child of the soil. And mm. that's it. You know, first before being before, a Ghanaian. before anything else. Mm. You know, so when when Actually, I see things you're, like you're, this, you're flipping Belgian. Fuck that <laughs> shit! Don't ever say that on this podcast again. Uh, really, but, then, <laughs> but then when we when we plan to travel, you'll be like, "Yeah, my Belgian passports are from the EU." This guy, when nah, we, when, I'm never proud of holding, um, holding that passport. I can, I only like what the passport can do. That's it. <laughs> this guy, when when it comes to travel, you'll be like, "Yeah, I'm 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 from the EU. Uh, you know, we, I can go anywhere, <laughs> enter any country. I just need a train ticket, and I'm gone." <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, all uh, of a sudden you are deciding your own country. Nah, this this is all your people. They're not my people. Man. <laughs> <laughs> For all they've taken, I'm just taking a li- just a little bit, a fraction. I think one of these days we we'll talk about um, King Leopold of Belgium. 
Oh man, that guy was a bastard. But anyway, I think that would be a topic for another another day. Yeah, it would be amongst one of the conversations we'll have. You know the funny thing, we the, what we wanted to talk about today, we didn't even talk, we didn't even touch it, and it's been forty four minutes. So we might as well just push this episode out yes. as an episode, and then maybe tomorrow we we'll talk. About, so what we wanted to talk about today was we are supposed to talk about um, proof of stake and proof of work, and you know what Ethereum is doing with proof of. Yeah, stake. obviously transitioning yeah. from proof of work to, to proof of state, stake. Yeah, proof of stake, you know, yeah. proof of state. And and what <laughs> and, and what does and what does that? You know, there's some. You know, you can create any proof of anything now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of um, course. Um, um, Stacks uses proof of transfer. Yeah. You know, I was saying that. He, um, what's, what's his name? Our friend, our brother, actually, Toby. Yeah. That we can create proof of proof what? of honesty. Proof of, yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. <laughs> proof of honesty. Yeah. Proof, proof, proof of transparency. Yeah, proof of transparency. Ah, that yeah. sounds better than yeah. honesty. Yeah, sure that though, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, proof of transparency sounds better than proof of honesty. So, guys, thank you for your time. Um, it's our f- first episode for this week. Hopefully, we will be able to get together and yeah. record another um, this and that. We'll talk about what what we what we tried talking about today was just about. Looking at what's happening in the market today, you know, Bitcoin price going down, and then looking at also um, what could Bitcoin do for us, and yeah, especially absolutely. from an African perspective, yeah. you know, and why is it not working, yeah. you know, and what could happen if Bitcoin goes to twenty thousand? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm okay. I think I think was it last year I made a post about Bitcoin going to twenty thousand on my Twitter account. Um, I said Bitcoin goes to twenty thousand. It doesn't matter. You know, I'll buy. I'll just buy more. I'll just be able to afford to buy more. And then, and then, someone, you know, kind of was. I don't think he understood. He attacked me mm-hmm. because he think I'm saying that Bitcoin would go to twenty thousand so that I would buy more. But that's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is that I so much believe in this shit, not shit, in yeah. this technology yeah. that is not shit. That yeah. even if it goes to twenty thousand, yeah. I'm it's, Gucci. It's, to you, it's an op- another opportunity. It's an opportunity for the first time for us to actually for this for the, actually for the second time for yeah. us to for us to ape into it mm-hmm. like crazy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's an opportunity because if you understand technology, which I have an iota of understanding, iota and iota of understanding of, um, if you understand the economics, which I have an iota of understanding of, then you understand why Bitcoin is so important. Yes. It's somewhat becoming so important. I believe so too. Do you have any other thing to add, Mr. McKenzie? Nah, all I have to say is one love. Uh, all right, guys. <laughs> Thank you. He doesn't have anything, anything substantial to add. Thank you, guys. Have a pleasant week. Bye.